Hello and welcome to the cluster cast. Uh, yeah, this is a cluster cast. Um, Jimmy <laughs> can't three. make it last minute. Damn so it, Jimmy. Believe welcome it or not, to our basement. I can't believe it. Colin Jam and Scribble Scrabble <laughs> have returned for the TOVG cluster cast. Continuing to be wrong about Overwatch (laughs) since 2016. Except now it can sting even more because it's the actual final version of Overwatch, which means you can't just say, oh, it's the beta, it might change. Yeah, but we didn't pay for it, so oops. Can't talk about it. So so who here has um has has Overwatch? I do. Uh, Uh, Am I the only one? Oh no. Uh, sort of, yeah, yeah. yeah I, 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 I can I share on the PS4. So my friend was like, "I really like Overwatch. Can you play with me?" And he just shared it to me. So I, I play. Don't, don't play Overwatch because it's terrible. Not nearly as good as TF2. Now that I got everyone mad, it was just a joke, guys. Put down your pitchforks. <laughs> like, Spontaneous podcast. Don't come after us. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. I don't know. We've talked about Overwatch for a shitload on this podcast. Actually, is yeah, the final version of Overwatch any <laughs> worth talking about compared to the the many alphas and betas that we have talked about? They have added one new thing, and that's that? like the like the brawl so if you play something like hearthstone they have a new kind of like a different way they kind of game the game so it's like you know play this for funsies um and like you know the right now they have a thing where it's like everyone has 200 percent health your um abilities respawn a lot quicker and it's like really oh. made for like you know so, uh, getting so is it like an optional stupid mode yeah exactly like I think the um, like, like turning items on and smash. Yeah, yeah. Or, it's for the casuals, but no, like it, it's something to like you know it's it's the same game obviously, um, but usually they do things like a little bit differently, and you don't really know what's going to happen until it's already appeared. So that's something that at least I didn't hear about at all, uh, and I'm glad that they have because uh, you know it can really be a, a little fun distraction to do instead of yeah just- that's what i really miss actually from the good multiplayer games these days like rainbow six siege just has that mode mm-hmm. like like the attackers defenders 5v5 like i and i want a stupid mode in that thing like I, this is why i miss server browsers because server browsers were like 80 percent stupid mode 20 percent serious mode <laughs> and and i mean sure it was like harder to get into a serious game but that wasn't all you had well, right. they could have done what Homefront did and just have no multiplayer. Just have oh, no multiplayer. That's right. Colin, you want to hate video games, so <laughs> you bought Homefront the de-evolution. It is, I think, without a doubt, with the exception of a, a few uh, gems like Chasing Dead, it is by far the worst game I've played this year. And and Chasing Dead isn't even like in the same league. Like Homefront yeah. is a triple A property. Was actually Chasing Dead made. is a is a broken, badly made, just mess of a just garbage poop slop. It's it's some Homefront, like Steam early access. It's Jim Sterling fodder, really. Yeah, uh, Homefront: The Revolution is a horribly designed, terrible train wreck of a video game. Which is um, sad because people wanted to give it the benefit of the doubt, but I feel like deep down inside, everyone knew no, it's Homefront. I, yeah, went, like, in, it's, I it's, went in with with uh, with curiosity because I I didn't necessarily like the first Homefront, but I felt like Crytek controversial opinion there. Um, <laughs> well, no, I a lot of I, most of the people I talked to that played Homefront said basically the same thing. It's it the sh- campaign was too short and too Call of Duty ish to be anything to be really remembered, but the multiplayer was pretty good. 
And all they had to do for this game was to A, improve on the multiplayer and B, do something different with the single player. And they met on about half of that, but not the good half. Um, there is no multiplayer in Homefront. Literally, the only good thing about the first game is not in this new one. And, and that's now, because Homefront the Revolution is a reboot. And instead of being a Call of Duty clone, it's now kind of more of a Far Cry clone. It's, it, it's, it's, well... It's also odd that it's like they felt the need to reboot a franchise after only one had game no has... Yeah, that just had one game. It's... <laughs> it, it's... It's so weird. The gameplay, they they want to focus on doing, like, these open-world environments. But the problem is, is that, like, they're open-world, but the path the game makes you take is still very corridor, hallway-shooting nonsense. It, the difference being just occasionally you have to do a sidestep, take over a building, and then go back on your path. Um, and weird, that really, actually. That, and, that doesn't sound like Far Cry. That just sounds like... A Call of Duty clone with big ass maps. It's 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 basically with... like imagine oh, a shit. super super linear metro. Yeah, you did say metro, and that is actually how metro is structured. Mm. Like you go from point A to B, but there are side quests along the way, but you can't backtrack to do side quests you miss once you reach the next town hub. They've put no effort into the open world itself. Like, you know how usually in an open world game like Grand Theft Auto, you'll have like random NPCs doing general, like just random things. Yeah, I was playing The Witcher last night. There were goats. In this game, they, they, <laughs> in this game, they try to force that in by going like, here are some, some North Korean guards up to no good. You gotta, you know, you could, you gotta free those civilians from the guard. And this is, I have a video of this. I should probably upload it sometime soon, but there is, I would go around a corner, take out a guard, literally turn the other way and face back. And the same event would respawn. <laughs> wow. So you can just keep but are there so you can goats? just keep farming for that. Are there That's what? Some MMO are there stuff goats? Right there. Are there goats? No, there's norks, which is what they're calling the North Koreans are norks. <laughs> the norks. The That's norks. Not and a very intimidating nickname. I think probably oh, by the far the, got him. the worst, the most offensive part of the whole thing is that they took out the multiplayer and the single player goes for this whole open world thing, but the co-op, which is where they really, which is where the real, like, meat of the game is. Like, they want you to play the co-op. Because the idea being, like, you and four friends, instead of it being, like, you and a bunch of NPCs, um, which, by the way, the NPC system in Homefront the Revolution is pretty much, I think, maybe slightly less advanced than the, <laughs> the resistance in Half-Life 2, where you had to press E on them and they'd be like, following you, Freeman. Mm -hmm. That's and they pretty block much, the doors. yeah. Um, but in the co-op, it's just you and three other buddies and they drop you into this open world. And it's like, okay, cool. I guess it's going to be maybe the, the, the single player levels, but with friends, I guess that wouldn't be too bad. Oh, I'm locked into a linear path. And if I try to walk out of the linear path, it literally puts a timer and a return to battlefield notice but, on the screen. Even like in Half-Life 2, uh, the little people, like you could conscript like a medic to follow you too and like the medic would like medic things around it's like are there any difference between the players and the co-op no in fact for the most part they're indistinguishable from each other aside from the norks wearing red sometimes and the resistance wearing blue sometimes <laughs> it sounds like a whale <laughs> like it's, it's <laughs> the uh, nork just comes up 
Gotta get him. It's wearing but, um, red. <laughs> like, it's amazing how it's like, oh, yeah, the co-op's gonna be great. You get more freedom, but it's actually even more restrictive than the single player. And, of course, there's... Just like any other AAA multiplayer game, it's got to have supply. It's got to have supply drops and crates you got to open and get random loot from, and and, and like little caches on the mini map. I know I was playing The yeah. Witcher Three last night. Yeah, it's it is. I I got it for twenty dollars and I regret it. Which uh, you were making fun of you weeks ago for pre-ordering Doom for full <laughs> price, which turned out to be like, oh, turn looks like we were wrong. Derp. But then you got Homefront: The Revolution, which looked like a bad idea. But at least it was like twenty bucks. Yeah. On the other hand, Doom ended up actually being uh, really fantastic. Yeah, Doom. Yeah, is I can't amazing. wait to play it. Oh, like, are you gonna um, pre-order Mighty Number no. Nine for twenty bucks? I kickstarted it. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. You know what's funny? I went on my Kickstarter account like a, like a few months ago, and I'm like, let me look at my previous projects. I don't think I backed Mighty Number. No- oh, I did. Well, I don't Ooh. think it was a lot. Oh, it's a physical copy. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. And the art is not even that good. Ooh. Just like Ooh. the new Mega Man. Yo, it's fine. <laughs> just, <laughs> just your average everyday schoolboy who can turn hey, into you know a robot. With, you know what? Kickstarter's also giving me super hot Friday the 13th, the game, and Thimbleweed Park this year. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Super hot. That's, that's a good one. Super good. You know, I would know. I was Doom. playing The Witcher 3 last night. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like you want to talk about The Witcher 3 for a little bit, George. Do, you, do we just want to give you like a little a little George time? And yeah. you can... So I was mentioning goats earlier, right? <laughs> no, tell us about the goats, George! <laughs> no, don't go! Goats no, later? Uh, no, I'm still here, George! They actually released you sound like you're going away! No, I'm not going anywhere, George! I don't care because I'm not a 13-year-old, but... Uh, uh, I okay. F- anyway, I was playing Witcher Three <laughs> last night. I installed um, I installed this DLC, the original DLC expansion, a long time ago, The Hearts of Stone, and it begins kind of slowly, but then it picks things up to a place that I think is really cute and neat and perfect for The Witcher. But more importantly, there are goats. Uh, I think there were goats before. The I, thing I'm is discovering like, a theme. Right, because you were talking about how they don't do much for the open world, and like for is like the witcher 3's map is just like a giant ass random amalgamation of like land it looks like they just either procedurally generated or like sat satellite scanned in some basic terrain to plop a video game on top of but they do like such a good job of making sure that all the little npc idol animations you see are like true to life for what should be there like like in any one frame of a town in witcher 3 you will see a little pin with goats and pigs next to like a line of chickens and swans marching in a line through a village of of people moving back and forth there will be like kids running through the street and then off to the side you'll see like a mom cradling a baby you never see babies in games can you kill the baby i don't know can you kill kill the the goats 
Is uh, it going to be like some Half Life? I'm not. I'm not Half Life. A Fable Two thing where you can't kill kids? I don't know. I've never tried because I'm a good person. Say, is, it, is it like some 2016 thing where you can kick the baby? <laughs> and the baby just like Tim and Eric's from one side of the frame to the other. <laughs> a big, a big question that I do have, George, is yeah. that does it describe or like does it describe or you know tell about the origin of the Pamperan song that all of the guards <laughs> just happen to sing? And that was in Witcher 2. No, that was in 3. Oh, they must do it in 3, too. Oh, no! Pam Peran Witcher. Uh, so far, no. Oh, it is Witcher 3. I was. I might have been wrong. Yeah, never question me again, George! Okay, uh, let's see. There's, but does there's Witcher a... 3 tell you about the ancient stone tablets in which Doomguy's armor was carved <laughs> from? <laughs> Really? Yeah. I heard yeah. that the writing in Doom was fun, and that sounds like it fun. A- it, it absolutely is, except for the parts where it's, like, not fun on purpose. Because, like, you have, <laughs> oh. like, the lengthy, like, item descriptions of, like, how your BFG is, like, condensed ionic particles that then, like, disperse into... But those and, are like, in, like, codexes you yeah, can those read in the menus. You don't have optionary. to... And, like, yeah. there are optionary. 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 Yeah, it's fine. I, it's a new word I just made up. Uh, <laughs> but all, another optionary thing is, like, all the cutscenes, or, like, most of them, you can just walk right past. Like... Yeah. Because uh, they're just, like, projections... And oh, you can just scenes. be like, I don't want to watch this. I'm just going to. Like cutscenes like about- in the Half-Life sense where I it's a first it's- person. You're just running around a stage where the actors are acting. Well, like at least not, in Half-Life. Not to a degree. Yeah, I in think Half-Life the, the they'll like, look is, at you and stuff. And the game is don't. aware of it, though, because there's so many instances where like a character will be trying to tell Doomguy something. And they'll be like, be very careful with the valves on that energy cell and the doom guy just like take rips it out yeah. smacks it over his knee tosses it to the side and runs off and the guy's like what are you doing like that they've, was super they've, important they've they've doom guy's portrayal in this game is that he's in he's an ancient demon slayer passed down through the generations who, who's, which is meant to be the it's, doom it's meant slayer. to be a metaphor not for just literally in the game but also in real life because he's yeah, a ancient doom has been passed down from the 90s <laughs> yeah and that he's also just this big mute meathead that doesn't know or care what's going on so it's like he they're just talking to a video and... game character from the 90s holy shit I, 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 yeah. I have a, I have a oh question because I'm playing this on the PS3 and uh, on the PS3 Whoa. or on the PS4, <laughs> that's Whoa. the optionary version. Yes, yeah, the optionary version. It's the if you kickstart <laughs> it, you got the version. physical PS3 version. But no, I'm playing it on the PS4, and the interact button is the same as the melee button. So if you go yeah. to a console and like you know you just hit it, Doom Guy then just starts like you know punching console. Um, is the melee button on the PC version different? Um, it's it's. Yeah, I think you can um, bind it differently if you want to. Right, but is it like is it like um, put as as the same on melee like uh, initially? Uh, no, because I had a uh, melee as a uh, thumb mouse five and okay. interact was e. Okay, I, I understand the whole joke, but do you guys actually skip cutscenes? Like, I I could I can't I could understand that if you're playing Metal Gear Solid, but if, if, you know. If, 
the, no, the, the but very in a, first... in a in a well, the thing about Doom is that there there's not really a story. Like there there really isn't like. Well, I mean, in games, like who who is that? Because I know oh, it's a no, joke, no, no. but like, like the the thing is, like um, in most games, I sit there and I watch and get popcorn, and, you know, have a jolly good time. But like Doom starts off like f- kind of framing your thinking into like that the story is just there to be dumb. Uh, yeah. You know, like, cause the first thing that he does is like, after he wakes up and punches a demon in the face, <laughs> like he goes to this console and it's like, hi, I'm Dr. Whatever. And we need to work <laughs> together. And then he just destroys the console. And, like, and then like, the logo <laughs> pops up and it's great. Right. And then it's like, fantastic. So, so like it really gets you this in this mentality where it's like whenever a cutscene is happening, you're just like, no, I would just want to play the game though. All uh, the little throwbacks in this game are also really great. Yeah, I like loved, you can you can find little dolls that go like. There's I I remember in one level I picked up um I I stumbled upon an Easter egg while I was in hell and I found the chain gun, but right next to it was Commander Keen's helmet on a pike, and I was like, yes. Yes, that's awesome. That's, that's great. And then later on, uh, there are these collectibles that are like these little Doom Guy action figures, which Bethesda yeah, yeah, yeah. is definitely going to sell at some point. Oh Jesus Christ! But, Am I going to have to like shill them for the channel? I hope so. Sign up at Bethesda.com slash Bunny Hop. But there's, but there's like all these different ones throughout all the levels, and there's one where you you uh, you pick them up, and Doom Guy actually like morphs the little Doom Guy's hand into a fist, and he fist bumps him. He fist bumps him. Uh, they're all in different colors too. There's, yeah, there's, uh, there's like, a there's like, guy. There's Quake guy. There's also like uh, red, white, and blue North American flag guy. And, then, and they like, do yeah. the thing that Wolfenstein did, where there's certain areas where you can unlock the old Doom levels and mm-hmm. walk it's, through them with all the old textures and stuff. If you have ever played Doom and you're like, yeah, this game is good. Get this Doom game. Get the new one. It's amazing. It like it's it, it does, does it have any, service like perfectly. Does it have any references to Dangerous Dave? <laughs> I, I sure wish it. Are there did. no Dangerous Dave? You know what it was? There's there is a reference I was hoping they would make and they didn't, and that is um. Because the thing about this new Doom is that it's not only just a throwback to Doom and id Software, but there's also a lot of throwbacks to other older shooters. Mm-hmm. Like, one of Doom Guy's equipment is a hologram, and I'm like, ah, Duke Nukem! Yeah, and, yeah, And there's a part where you go into, like, this little chapel in the UAC, like, building, and I was like, I think I spent maybe ten minutes in that chapel looking for a button, because I was really hoping there would be a point where, like, you press a button, the crosses go inverted, you go behind a wall, and there's a dead Duke Nukem. Yeah, just yeah, like yeah, in Duke yeah. Nukem 3D. Um, oh, yeah. Because it would have been great to get, have, like, Hayden come over the, uh, the little intercom and go, that's one nuked Duke, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. It would have been great. This, this game does a really good job of, like, <laughs> feeling like an old game with, like, but but also new. It keeps like, things it's, new. It's very there's fast. A, like, it's very a, mobile. Um, yeah. And, but you still have to, like, find health packs. Um, you know, but if you like brutally, um, you know, melee your opponent and they die from it, you get health. Um, the but you know, you can also find like included. armor lying around and stuff. Like it's it's really nifty. The new stuff they included, as far as like modern shooters go, that you that try to be a throwback to older shooters, it's probably the least offensive. 
yeah. out of all of them. Because most games, I think Shadow Warrior is a good one. Shadow Warrior is not a throwback to old shooters. It's basically I a beat em one, up. I, I've always felt like the only person who thought Shadow Warrior was not that great until I I don't know, I guess glorious <laughs> zero punctuation came and saved the day. I was never a big fan of Shadow Warrior. I think I think out of all the build engine shooters, Blood is still the best. I, I'm talking down. about the new one. I know, but I'm just saying, like, uh, the, old, the newer one as well, I don't like it. Yeah. No, uh, big fan. Uh, anyway, I, I was playing The Witcher 3 last oh, night. Yeah. Oh, my Let God! Go. You're going to back! <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'll be right back. Uh, Sorry, we weren't talking about new games, Gorg. F okay, yo... <laughs> I've had this thing installed forever. I want to I want to play the new one, The Blood and the Wine, and I uh am am really oh, I was just like having a, a giggly little fit last night playing this thing because the story gets to a place that is just so witchery. Like, but Scrib, are you there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm Okay, right cuz you told me about this. Like like <laughs> The Witcher is is basically fairy tales, right? Exactly, yeah. And so this feel, and it's also structured really, really episodic, which is why the main quest of The Witcher 3 is actually not that well written. It has, like, great characters, but a not great story, but that's okay, because the characters put on a wacky show for you. But this is, like, an episode where, <laughs> like, like, two feuding characters who represent different fairy tales are having our character go through a ridiculous fairy tale quest like it starts off with you being um contracted to kill a giant mutant frog in the sewer good and of then course. you kill the frog and it transforms into a prince that just dies on the spot <laughs> <laughs> and i was like yes <laughs> that, that, that sounds absolutely fantastic I, yeah I, it, i'm so worried like I'm worried to play The Witcher 3 because every time I do, the whole day just disappears, you know, and people have to knock on That's my door. It's happens. like, we haven't seen you in three days. We need to make sure that you're not dead. And then I like emerge from my hovel of blankets <laughs> like, no, like I'm better than ever before. <laughs> I played it for like six hours straight last night. Oh and, my and God was having a blast so that's pretty good oh that's why you weren't playing minecraft <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um you you basically like have this this quirky little frog prince but ironic and morbid throw you into a contest where like two different versions of the monkey's paw are trying to see who can outwit each other by fulfilling witches by fulfilling wishes douchier than each other <laughs> and it's just like it's like a a really lighthearted epi episode of The Witcher, but <laughs> depicted with all the production values of The Witcher 3's main quest. And I think that's fantastic. And I also got really excited reading the the reviews and impressions of the Blood and Wine expansion. Like people say that one's kind of kind of lighthearted too. And that's like that's when The Witcher is the best, is when it's like a lighthearted sh Shrek. The yeah. Witcher is the best when it's the Shrekest. I uh, see, like I I, I I know you're gonna disagree with here, George, with me, but like I like I already disagree. I like the dis the, the 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 diplomacy between like um like kingdoms that the Witcher is like 
like obligated to because someone's like hey do this and he's like no i want to kill these monsters and it's as, like no as the camera pans like, to a painting of siri as a child looking pouty like because i really like in the original witcher like in one of the witcher stories he's like at this dinner party and it turns into like a murder mystery mm-hmm. but like this is this is after like this uh princess is like i'm gonna get wedded who wants to wed me and then everyone <laughs> tries to like out cool the other person and then like somebody dies and he's like we have to find it die to kill them uh, <laughs> oh. like i i like stuff like that um and it, it feels like a good break between uh, like uh you know the investigation uh optionary uh, stuff that you could do in the, but yeah, the witcher stuff I, you would really like this then because it is like like that like um i don't know i don't want to like get into the it, it, it's it's lighthearted. Mm. I, I might have already spoiled too much of it, but it begins really, really slow, which is, I think, why it took me so long to pick it up. Like, you basically show up to a douchebag's house who who is a douchebag, and that takes, like, two hours, and then you solve a, like, really kind of paint-by-numbers drug war murder and but then all of a sudden <laughs> the frog prince happens and then yeah. the monkey the monkey's paw and then you you end up on a prison ship getting shipped to arabia and have a swashbuckling pirate of the caribbean escape sequence good like yeah i i wasn't it didn't start out like it and i wasn't expecting it to be like it but it's really energetic and lighthearted. it has a swashbuckling excitement and i miss that about the witch the witcher i i had a big ass grin on my face as this story got going after the first hour and yeah well what have you been playing matt <laughs> cool <What? laughs> <laughs> sorry are you munching name. on some <laughs> kale chips <laughs> Oh no! Sorry, I didn't. No, I didn't have my snaps. ginger snaps today. Ginger snaps. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> Cause, cause learn you're the vegan. lore, George. <laughs> <laughs> what what I've been into is probably boring to you guys. I've been trapped in a world of VR. I kid you That's not. That's not boring. Did you see how much fun I was having playing <laughs> with your rift, yeah, dude? <laughs> he came over and and fondled my rift. Um, I stuck he, oh. my head all the way inside of your. Rift. Ooh, nice, nice cherry. Um, so yeah, that's why you it, weren't playing Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> I actually tried Minecraft as well in VR, which oh, no. didn't work as well as just playing it on the monitor. <laughs> so oh I shit! Rather, so you, you know, actually how, did yeah. it? You you installed mods? Um, I installed. Oh no, I didn't install mods for different things, but um, like the ones that you have to use Vorpex for, I didn't bother because that's like another a lot of money. How much <laughs> you have money? to buy the thing, but like there's there's an easy way to do alien isolation, which I haven't tried yet. Ooh, yeah, yeah like yeah, it's yeah. in the game already, and you just have to download like the little patch files. That really doesn't co- surprise me because alien isolation did some weird stuff, like you know, with the PlayStation Eye or whatever. Mm. You know, like it could track your head movements, and like it would. Uh, do that on the screen so like if you look to the left like your character would look to the left and like if you would say something uh people in the game would be like what was that um so it was it was like it's been ahead of its time for a while and uh, vr on that game would be adorable that makes sense that makes sense. Yeah. an update that included that like intel head tracking webcam i was talking about with that indiecade game mm. i see you uh, is that the one that Arma 2 and 3 use? <laughs> I, I, maybe? 
track IR. That's what that's what they use. There you go. Isolation has like a track IR clone on consoles. Uh, I know ask Scrib, he clearly Yeah. Uh, no, this is I've only I don't have an uh, PlayStation I because I'm <laughs> not rolling in dough. But but, uh, but anyways, like Matt, you actually know what you're talking about because you have the thing. Let's yes. let's, let's get well, back to the well, to the Matt. Well, well the track IR thing is basically the head tracking and people who are using it in uh like Elite Dangerous and stuff. So that that'd be cool to actually see it on consoles. But uh yeah, I've been I've been messing around with a bunch of like demos and stuff and I also um, gonna get some real games so I can talk about it next time, like Chronos and all that stuff, and uh, Drift, and see how it mm-hmm. is. Cause like you play certain games and you can tell, like, yeah, sure, the VR is cool, um, but they're the game sucks, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't like that. <laughs> I want good games in VR, and they exist. It's just, it's just like you know, there's there's few of them, um, and you know, certain games look better. And we were talked about it already, but like I also uh, grabbed something called the Leap Motion. Okay. Oh yeah, finger tracking, right? Now you know about this from like years ago, like when it came out, and it was it wasn't too good. They updated it three months ago with something called Orion. They same same hardware, but the software is flipped on its head, and it actually works now. Wow. So I so grabbed one of these. I actually know animators that use the leap motion. To yeah, animate. Matt, you and I actually played a demo, the the grocery store slapper simulator. Sounds like a quality game. I don't think it hurt one. me plenty at IndieCade used a leap motion <laughs> controller. No, Matt, remember at MomoCon there was that that VR game where you put groceries in a basket with your hands. It sounds great, man. I don't remember what a that. Fun game. You might have been playing with another black guy. <laughs> Satchel showed up. We, we, all, we, all, we all look the same, you know? Sat, you and I were playing this VR game where you put groceries in a grocery basket and slap away angry customers. Boy, and I'm glad I'm in Satchel Texas right would, now. I don't remember the white guy with Satchel, you asshole. <laughs> but no, I don't, I don't remember that, no. I don't remember God. that game. Fine, whatever. Anyways, I, Leap Motion. It, it, well, yeah, all right. The Leap Motion, it has gotten a lot better. Now... The coolest thing about this is, I mean, only they have their own little app store, a bunch of little demo things that you can do. It's, it's cool, but like, it's really cool to see this in alt space. Now, alt space VR is like something you can use with your Vive, your Rift, and like your Gear VR. It's like a social place. You remember when I was talking about, I can't wait so I can watch oh, a movie? Alt and space with, is the name of the app? Yeah. Okay. And yeah, I'm looking it up now. And you and you remember when I was like, oh, I can't wait to where I can like watch movies with a friend and blah, blah, blah. You can do all of that. You can play D&D. You can play like they make games up and they can you can just set up rooms and host private stuff. They're actually having a concert tonight um, with Reggie Watts. And it's supposed to be like the biggest VR like gathering or whatever like that. It's re- like does does I, that mean that Reggie Watts is a virtual performer? No. I, oh. I, I don't. Oh, I meant to no. make a joke. Yeah, well, and that one. Call on George. Yeah, no, the yeah. podcast deleted, canceled. Podcast <laughs> is over. Well, okay. I it's hard to explain, but um, being inside of alt v uh alt space. 
it makes you think about like those, did you know those creepy like, oh, I have a husband in Second Life and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. It makes you think of those things when you're there because there's people genuinely there to just talk. Like, forget all the insecurities <laughs> and all this crazy. Yes, I know. Weird. But, like, they're just, like, you people walk up to you just talking and stuff, and, and you see them, and you see, like, the vibe controllers. You can see their reactions. You can see their head move. You can see them laughing. You see the mouth move. And so, so them leap, just, like, start jerking off? Yeah. No. Oh, no. None of, hey, did actually, we none mention, of that did stuff Did we happens. mention Fleshlight yet? Do we? Oh gosh! Oh gosh! Well, I guess next. now we have the yeah, sex I mean, rooms in alt space. Yeah. Buy your own loot crate. Comes this month Comes. with a Thanos flashlight. Go. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> you can actually use leap motion through it and like touch people and stuff like get whoa, people. Whoa! 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 Yeah, yeah, whoa. yeah. It's cool. It's cool. Anyways, I'm not going to get personal space is not a thing in VR. Um. It's cool. It's cool. VR is cool. That's that's all I'm gonna say before you guys talk about fleshlights again. Uh, VR is well, cool. Let's see. Besides fleshlights and VR cool, um, we also played. I, I played Minecraft for 11 hours straight with everyone in this call, but but that's okay. After these messages, <laughs> Bush. Alright, so we're back and um actually after tribes. We, after tribes, we can continue <laughs> this VR discussion with our very first news topic. What? Which, yeah, yeah, it's a very convenient segue. Um, wow. So so Matt, as as a proud owner of the Oculus, well, I don't know about as an owner of the Oculus Rift, how do you feel about this news, which you might actually know more than the rest of us about, about yeah, them implementing it, yeah. DRM exclusivity disables it disables it sucks. Basically, there's there's a DRM update rolled out last week to the Oculus Rift Store that uh, disallows you from playing Oculus Rift Store games on other headsets, uh, which totally goes against what Palmer um, Lucky said before. Promises Palmer Lucker made previously in, in AMAs and Kickstarter updates and whatnot, where he was talking about it being an open space. These This is a fear that people did have when they got uh, bought out by Facebook, mm-hmm. but there is a... Uh, third-party mod you can use called Revive that disables it. However, the reason why this was news is because this latest update killed it. But then one day later, the Revive developers were able to get it back working again, but only in a way that entirely disabled the software's ownership check in the first place. Right. Which means now Revive is no longer a tool for playing the same game on multiple platforms so much as it is now a tool for pirating games. So... So for the people, um, Revive was made for Vive users to play Oculus Rift games, but they had to purchase it. So all mm. you had to do was to trick the system to think that you had a Vive on and I mean a Rift on while you're playing these uh, Rift games while you have the Vive on. Um, Which is so, already kind of garbage. Yeah. yeah. What, what? What? 
Uh, it Which should is already be, covers our, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, th- there should be yeah. the same software standards shared across yeah. both companies. Yeah, kind of like, 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 like Steam you don't need does. proprietary Absolutely. keyboard drivers or monitor drivers, depending on the game that you buy. It reminds right. me of when Doom 3 BFG came out, and one of the things about it was that they were going to be implementing VR. And they were like, oh, yeah, it's going to be compatible with all these different, you know, like with the Oculus dev kits and whatever the hell John Carmack's working on. But then they just said, eh, it's only going to be compatible with John, John Carmack's duct tape VR headset that oh no gosh. one owns. And see, you had to mod in Oculus support. See, see, no, see, that's dumb. That's so stupid yeah, to me. Like, it is dumb. In, it, like, lit, like VR is like you, you see you see the cardboard selling out you see the gear vr selling out for a reason people have their phones they slot it into whatever and they get that experience it may not be like the the experience that the vive and uh, oculus rift owners get but like it's an experience that people enjoy and you can even like there's even people there's even like support for it there's something called rift cat where you can actually use um play rift games and vive games using your gear vr or cardboard so like 15 bucks gets you that experience and having like having it in elite dangerous for instance and just using your phone with this little i might actually do that i might yeah yeah like just just the tracking makes elite dangerous like mind-blowingly different like i've played hours of elite dangerous in vr for me for me, the 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 thing that's always held me back from really going like, oh man, VR is really great, is is two things, and the first one is a the price, and b is the support for all these different headsets, right. and the fact that Oculus is trying to kill the support between oh, Oculus and Vive is yeah. dumb. Is, yeah, is, is, dumb. It, it's it's absolutely dumb. Th- there's not enough people with it yet. Like this cuts. It's not even that there's a lot of people with it. It's it's the software is already such an issue that there's so little like amazing software for both. Right. That to sort of you know spread the I guess the rift uh, between the spread two. Spread the rift. If, oh, it, it, it's, a, it's a split the rift. The trip of the rift. Bad show is um dumb. Is is real it's, dumb. It's I, I can't dumb. imagine VR. It's the Facebook guys, though. It, I, I it's, can't. It's yeah. not Palmer. I don't think so. I can't imagine Oculus having a high enough install base yet to even make a move like this profitable. Like the only parts in history where we're making something a walled garden with exclusive. They can't uh, have the install base. They still haven't sent out all of the backer. Yeah, <laughs> I was just the only the only like real instances I can think of where where software was sold in a walled garden worked were on hardware that was prolific enough to, to to let the company strong arm their way into it like uh with with uh things like the the itunes app store or um <laughs> oh shit i don't know what's I, another example like like steamworks i guess yeah steamworks steamworks and um that but that's because those well, I don't know why iPhones ever got popular but but steam was like super duper fucking cheap everyone loved it because it was so cheap they like did the public a favor and then were able to strong arm their DRM and their their achievement uh, back end into a bunch of old cards. games that now no longer work if you try to play them without Steam. Cards. But but yeah, it's it's they were able to get away with it because they kind of gave the consumer a good deal in the process. Like if Oculus Rifts were two hundred dollars and had like a lineup of like twelve gangbuster games for it right now, like I imagine that. 
that they'd be able to get away with this. But right now I can only see this like backfiring spectacularly for the company's long term strategy if they keep it up and don't backpedal within a couple months. And I, your your concerns, Colin, is very real because when they cut that off and they continue to to, to cut off like the the I don't know the life of to let it grow it it there's also that problem of developers not knowing what exactly they should design their games for um yeah. like like the rift has a microphone headphones and everything like that like palmer lucky's trying to keep that like that uh user base in, install base like that so developers can use those things that, like you know the the person has a microphone that they use so you can do creative things like that. You know that they have uh, a set of headphones that can do binaural audio, like yeah, and which is a vibe, lot more effective in VR. Like that's another thing that blew me away when I was yeah. playing at your house was how your ears are are playing music based on where your head is, which totally changes the game of how audio and games work. And it's different for the Vive and Vive that you have to put in the headphones, so people just have these like corny you little earbuds to depending the, uh, on the wall motors oh god yeah yeah that's a huge step like it's, that's the deal breaker for me it's drastically different between these two and then of course you also have other competitors you have uh star breeze is still trying to push oh, a vr no. headset i guess you got star and then you vr have, you have playstation vr display. which is i think I, I out of all the headsets i've tried i still think is the the pinnacle which one the morpheus sony's really you VR. like the morpheus it's, it, it wraps around your vision. It doesn't look like I'm looking into uh, two toilet paper tubes. Ah. I mean, maybe you just need to play with the knobs on the Oculus. When well, I was playing it, you're at talking Maps about the FOV, right? You're talking about yeah. the, the black sidebars. Uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, the like that, this is the first generation. Wraps That's the around your eyes. If you look to your left, there's no border. Right. It just Peripheral keeps going. vision. Right. There, yeah. There's some headsets out there like Star VR that has that because it has like a 5k screen in front of you and it it has the full full like screen and of course high def uh high pixel density the reason why though also i'm just staying off of vr again because of you know price but also is because i really i I like morpheus a lot i'm not gonna call it playstation vr because that's dumb and I like Morpheus a lot better. And I think the thing I like about it is that I think Sony has a better chance of pushing bigger and better games to oh, it, yeah, definitely. To their headset. Like, I'm not interested in Battlefront at all, at all. But I think Battlefront yeah. VR was a very smart move. Yeah, like imagine gets the regular Joes in there tripping yeah. the ATATs from your snowspeeder in first person. Like the, the Star Wars universe is a great starting point for the mainstream yeah. to get into VR. Play, playing even like the the ship, like the the flying missions would mm-hmm. be really cool. There are a lot like, of cool yeah. cockpits in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but as it stands, I'm still in no rush to get any of them. I, I'm kind of in the same camp. Not until like, there is. A a good price drop, maybe better it's hardware, gonna happen. and good it's games. Going I know it's going to happen, but I just not soon. Yeah, like you're you're gonna you're gonna think about the new technology, and you like you wait. I waited for my 4K monitors. I waited for a lot of things, pretty much, and I was like, but no, I'm not going to spend a thousand dollars on this. Huh? I'm, you I'm did st- not wait for VR. I'm still though. holding off on 4K. No, I did not. I am fully. I want to. I I want to be first. Gen- I am that guy who does not mind of buying a six hundred dollar headset 
which I, I mean, I've been saving since it was announced, but I don't mind buying a $600 headset be, and have no content. Um, well, or, you know, or be in the beginning of that. I don't, I don't mind that because I'm that guy. Like, it, but that's also why I, I am don't the first gen. So, why aren't you more enthusiastic for putting on mods? Like, that's what's breaking my heart. N- no, um, because the mod they don't show as good as the ones that are built for VR. Um, you can tell the difference. Like, you, you sometimes you don't even get the uh, stereoscopic. You know, the, the and final- that's like the main thing. Like, sure, watching like like I've watched a lot of like educational stuff, doctor stuff, um, be, being in the middle of the Lion King production, and you you see Simba being raised, and like you get like kind of like goosebumps a little bit. Like it's cool, but I like I like being able to see death in the images. I just hit my mic. Uh, I just, I I just, seen- like without having that frame of reference, I just don't even know how to imagine. A, a VR experience without stick because I I don't know I can't I've never done the comparison yeah yeah um, I, it's I, it's like you're inside of a circle and it's still really good with really good warping um you you would like kind of look you see a person in front of you and you will look down you see their feet and look up and it gives a, a more life presence but man stereoscopic is just it's just good. You know, and it, it the content is not <laughs> there yet. Not descriptive enough. I it um you I <laughs> I'm would just, just have say to these show three you. things. I'm just gonna say these three. These You've been three fighting things. to say these three things. Let's I know, hear. It. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say these three things. Just these, the the three things that I feel about VR software right now is that a there's nothing really big enough to sell me a VR headset at all. There's nothing that really like jumps out at me and goes, yes, this is the game that you're gonna be playing on hours on end with VR. The second thing is already all of the big uh, AAA or just big releases that have VR support, as Matt said, are things I'd rather just be playing on a regular yeah, monitor, exactly. like Minecraft or Doom or Half-Life 2. In fact, when I when I first tried out the Oculus, I tried out um, Half-Life 2, TF2, and Doom, and I was like, these are neat. I'm not going to play this on VR, though. I don't want to snap my neck while playing TF2. Exactly. From and getting like, whiplash. It, and the the third thing, and this is what uh, Jeff Gersman of Giant Bomb said, is that most of the really early VR games that are out now, for the most part, when you're just standing there and using the Vive controllers or whatever, it's pretty much just a Wii game. Ye, um, but with different camera controls because of the headset. Have you tried the Vive? Yes. Okay, like it's, it, I wouldn't put it down that low because Wii game is pretty. That's a pretty well, yeah, low bar. That, the hardware but yes, is the games right now are kind of like party games, which I don't there's like. There's a lot of there's a lot of bow and arrow games. Yeah, there's I don't care of... about that. I those games you play it once and that's it. And that's kind of why I just wanted there's the heads. Railgun stuff. Yeah, I uh, real, real shoot rail shooters. So it, the thing is, the thing is, that's that's totally fine. That's totally fine. Yeah. It we we that's your you're the intelligent consumer. You're the informed consumer. You're going to wait till it gets cheaper. You're going to wait till it gets better because it will get better and it will get cheaper. Um, And, you know, this I took my VR to uh to my church and let people try people who just don't know about anything. All right. You know, the regular Joe, 
Those yeah. are the guys who were just like <laughs> blown away and actually wanted to go and grab a, 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 a Gear VR or whatever with their phone because everyone has expensive phones. Well, it, the majority. It, it, it must have been the same thing that happened when I was like, <laughs> hey, it, it must have been the same thing when I was like, hey, dad, check out this 3DS thing I got. And he's like, whoa. <laughs> It's, yeah, I don't I know, tried it's different. My mom tried, and she just doesn't care. I showed my 3DS to people and they just, they was like, oh, that's cool. But yeah, that's pretty much it. But like when you talk to people after and they got a, a cardboard or they went to the store and tried it at Best Buy, they, they were like influenced by the experience to go out there and try stuff out. And I hear like you, I I've talked with some people who are using like the gear VR and stuff like that. And they just like the experience. They like the experience of playing these little games. It's but the, the gear VR and the Google cardboards are fine because you don't have to pay more than a hundred dollars exactly, for it. But that's, that's it's going to that's get completely to that fine point. by me. And I hope so. I hope so. It gets to that point soon, but just as of right now, I think, the the 600 they're ac- asking for oculus is a bit ridiculous and the 800 plus drilling holes into your wall that you need for the vibe <laughs> you can put them, you can put them is, on on uh on tra- tripods you can put them on tripods. can you can you or duct well, then you have them to, to buy tripods. yeah you, you, you kind of have to yeah you kind of have to buy i've seen them i i played for a few hours with the vive at the meetup and you see them like if you bump them you have to recalibrate it and stuff when it works mm. it works but like well, that's, it's yeah, a, well, that's what a Jeff lot Gersman of work said he said uh in the video by the way you should all look up the 20 minute highlight reel of giant bomb playing vr games but he yeah, mentions that great. the uh the motors are always trying to keep in sync with the headset and if someone were to say bump into one of them he would have to like as in his words he would have to rip the fucking headset off because everything would just start going wavy and crazy usually it's supposed to just go to gray it's supposed to the vive has a, a thing in place that for it to go to gray when it starts going crazy so you don't I know get sick it, i know when the v when the vive starts dropping frame rates it, it starts fl- uh, flickering uh white or black interesting which, that which really sucks i've never had issues like i play a lot i've never had issues and i never hear that from people who have the vibe here it like especially they at the meetup anyways strange. we gotta but yeah let's continue yeah. we gotta we gotta move on okay um so it but any like super fast last words regarding because because the, the real story there is that um um oculus is trying to make it a wall garden of their own software on their own store for their own hardware and instead backfired. of embracing the well we don't know that yet it, i mean we'll it, see like, how this turns it, out it, it's games but you can't really pirate vr games because there's not many people trying to pirate games so it's not there's no torrents there or whatever way you try to get these games like they, it's not easily accessible like you must know a friend or something that has the there's game probably like a private tracker or something somewhere yeah, like you can somewhere pretty deep. much anything yeah it's not Except gonna cars. change the just sales. wait till vr games go on like good old games or something <laughs> in like 10 years okay yeah. so yeah in 10 years <laughs> vr may become good old games tiered garbage because of uh garbage trying to make games. it a walled garden there we go um next topic hideo kojima's new studio is uh going to be capped at 100 staff according to an interview from himself it's just like him I... trying to keep it small by his own his own yeah. enforcement 
I read the article too, and like it seems that what uh, Hideo was saying is like I want it to be around one hundred. Yeah. Like I don't want it to get over. And then like at the end, it's like so. Like in other words, one hundred people is max. It's like he he never really says that. Um, but yeah, he's he definitely wants a smaller studio. He's also amazed that Dice can have forty microwaves and so many coffee yeah, makers. There were some cute quotes about the kitchens and Dice, but. The one quote that actually really impri- surprised me and also makes me kind of weirded out at this 100 staff limit is that when he, he says that when they were making Metal Gear Solid uh, at mm-hmm. Konami, they had 200 people on the project. Right. And so, like, if whatever next game he's making is going to be more high tech and ambitious than Metal Gear Solid 1, he has to pull that off with the with half the staff size, you know, which... I- I can see that happening. I, nowadays, I don't think it's too uh, like far off. Like, yeah, it's just it's just funny. Like this is the exact opposite of the um, uh, supposed problems that AAA developments face, which might actually be really fucking good news in disguise as just right. regular old boring news. Like, but yeah, you, you learn trying you to learn do a about, Kojima game with a small staff. You learn about things like how games like Verdun on Steam, which are twenty five dollar, you know, like full fledged shooters, and it's only made by three people total but also at the same time testers we all know how janky bethesda games are just kind of like shallow in general that's because they have a team of 90 people yeah making these huge ass way too big projects for what they can put on their engines that they need to stop using stop Uh, using game biro please or game bureau uh japanese companies too like kind of go for like this big team uh like you know aspect because like i I always no, 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 but, like, I, I remember, like, here comes a Konami story, so, like, you know, oh it's boy. whatever, but, like, uh, the Silent Hill, whenever they were making it, um, you know, like, so many people would, like, sleep at the studio because it's just, like... How um, many people worked on Metal Gear Solid Five? What was the... Probably a, probably a small country. I have yeah. no idea. <laughs> uh, Resident know, Evil like... 6 was 600, and that's oftentimes blamed for just what a clusterfuck that game right. was. I know, I know and, Doom's and uh, development team was also, I think, around less than 100. There and, should and that's be why no Kojima reason wants for it. That's like one of the best-looking, best-running games. But there's also there also should be, like such a little breadth of features list in any Doom game that it should not warrant... <laughs> a small country to develop yeah but john carmack's engines though but like uh the the reason kojima wants to keep it small is like you were saying with resident evil 6 it's like he doesn't want it to become like that you know you have to talk to five people to get a thing done and yeah it just becomes messy like uh, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens I think, and I think you know if, anyone if, Given a small team, I think Kojima can pull it off. Yeah, and and also, you know, he's gonna have uh, he's gonna be raking in all those dollars with his action figure sales from his logo, <laughs> from so, his logo. So yeah, the action figure of the logo, which I was ready to make fun of until I read one comment that that made me do a double, and that is that the previous Fox, uh, the previous Pr- Kojima Productions Fox logo was actually a logo in the game universe. So uh, maybe the next game will have something to do with Roman centurions in spacesuits. Wait, does the action figure have squishable boobs? Not this time. That was the last oh. game. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Please, yeah. Please, please, please investigate before you ask questions. Okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry. My bad. Sorry, Matt. I I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a cluster cast. This is a this no, is no. This, is, this has been pretty good. This somber cast. I think, I think I think the chemistry is 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 coming together. 
you might feel somber if you're a fan of The Witcher. Nice. When nice. you learn that, uh, uh, that, 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 that the latest expansion, Blood and Wine, is their supposed final product for, for The Witcher universe for now. Uh, quotes out of CD Projekt Red say that we honestly don't know about any future Witcher projects. We don't have anything planned as of now, to be honest, on the next Witcher. They have a six-year plan outline that everyone knows about that includes Cyberpunk 2077 coming out in 2017. Yep. And then an, un- an unknown IP is going to be um, coming out again sometime between 2017 and 2021. Holy shit, 2021 sounds badass! we're living in the cyberpunk dystopia 2021 is right around the corner wow yeah wow Wow. tribes (laughs) so we can gather from his quotes that whatever the uh 2021 pro oh man it is we are living in the the twilight years you guys humanity's gotta come to a collapse soon if 2021 is like well, with Seven these years Roman away. robot centaurians that Kojima's going to have marching around, it's really only a matter of time. Fun fact, we're, cl- we're closer to 2040 than we are 1990. Oh my god. Wait, nuh-uh. Yeah. Hold up, hold up. Let me let me pull out my Windows yeah. 7 calculator It's been, it's been 26 years since... 26, yeah. 2016 plus 26 to is 2040. Wow. Yeah, see, I'm the, the this whole conversation is basically <laughs> me reluctantly trying to grasp on to, to my ever fading youth as the as the torrential downpour of time takes slowly degrades everything we will ever know. Hey, at least there's new Xboxes please. coming out, ain't that right, Gorg? Yeah, a new Xbox is coming out this year. It's the slim one, so who gives a shit? But what you should give a shit is that a new Xbox coming out next year is going to be four times more powerful than the previous one. What? Totally messing up the dichotomy of but how wait, console generations right. are supposed to work. Yeah. But wait, call right now and we'll include another Xbox device rumored to come out next month. Next month? What? Wait, no, this is news to me. What are you talking about? There was, a, uh, there was another article. I don't know why they haven't joined them together. But basically... Uh, Xbox is planning on doing a few things. Microsoft is planning to do a few things with Xbox. The first is something called Xbox TV, which is going to be, it it seems like it's going to be their answer to A, Apple TV, and B, (laughs) the Steam Link. Why why do they need an answer to either of those? Because Because it it seems like Microsoft has been trying to mess more with not only uh, the PC market, but also with. with uh cloud-based gaming no please don't mess with that that's that's the future and the future scary and <laughs> i like you know having some sense of ownership and control over the, the software but i buy also with the news of the slim and the the, the, the newer powerful the, the, xbox the the, the, the spooter what's it called the, the scorpio scorpion spooter scorpion thing scorpio. you're close you're was, close champ thanks dad (laughs) but um uh, which they're making to to uh be compatible with oculus cool similar to how the um, more things oculus is compatible with the better who to fuck it fuck it apparently oculus doesn't believe that getting a new playstation to be more morpheus ready I think you mean we might get a Neo PlayStation. What? Yeah. And also <laughs> hot and fresh. Holy shit, I never connected the two to- together before. Those hot. are some 
fucking crazy co- code names. Oh my god, Sony, stop hot, it. Hot and fresh rumors corroborated between Giant Bomb, Kotaku, and Polygon have all narrowed down the actual window for performance these new consoles are supposed to get. The PlayStation 4 Neo is is uh, trying to hit about 4.14 teraflops that's not a real word the performance target for microsoft's <laughs> xbox one scorpio is is six teraflops is that, that, becoming, is that becoming a buzzword so how is that even a, oh my god teraflops companies have been pushing teraflops since the uh yeah but it's re, uh, sixth gen consoles got well, announced the, inter- the, the thing that's interesting to me that it seems like a lot of people are sort of ignoring in these reports because i also read all these articles is that uh, it, it's confirming a, a suspicion I've had about Microsoft, which is that they have been trying to do the Xbox to PC merger. Now they're trying to do PC to Xbox. The oh. newer hardware is meant to uh, not only have VR games running better, but also so they can get Windows 10 games running on the yeah, Xbox with the, One. The UWP yeah. uh, protocols. And also from the same people who uh, released these rumors have said that pretty much Microsoft is now planning on moving all of their uh, game releases, including Halo, to PC. Which Which sounds good, but they're going to sell it on their own walled garden store. I still feel like I got my Xbox One and PS4 like last month. Yeah. You know, I I I can't shake that feeling. Yeah, you know? it's the, the so feeling that I feel is shared by most general consumers, which I, is why I, I don't, don't think these like half gen step iterations are gonna do well unless they like really support them long term, like get another six, seven years out of the Neo or whatever. Like I, I don't know. Like I bought my PS4 a few years ago, and I, I still really think that I'm getting some mileage out of it. Like you know, I yeah, was I able was to play Dark Blood Souls three Blood... whenever oh. it came out. <laughs> Guess what I was playing when Dark Souls 3 came out? Oh, what, George? Bloodborne Minecraft? on my Bloodborne machine. <laughs> oh my god, I'm going to jump out I mean, the, the window. The real question is if these newer systems are going to really have anything substantial over the old ones. Like, obviously the power is there, but will the power, like, will the jump in power actually mean games that won't run on the old on the systems you already have even if they do i'm still gonna jump out the window because i don't want to spend hundreds of dollars when i gotta be saving for a vr headset once again guys the sega genesis just pioneering the way first with the console (laughs) edition 32x Sega represent. These aren't even console editions. <laughs> like, we should just go back to what the Super Nintendo did, where it was like, oh, there's some new hardware we need. Just put it in the game. Just, <laughs> just shove it in the game's just box. Just put the PlayStation 4 Neo. No, no. Take, take your, your teraflops. Put it in the Bloodborne <laughs> 2 cartridge. Put it, Flop it out there the you door. Go. I just like, I would love it. I would love, love, love it if I opened up like the box for Bloodborne 2 and a stick of rain just falls out of the box onto my carpet and i have to like open up the playstation and shove it inside because it would be like a prize it would like a fortune cookie with your chinese food the problem is is like that would be difficult to sell at games absolutely you have to bring your ram Ram would fall on the carpet and (laughs) and, and get get everywhere all over the place that's the whole point about the console is they like everything to just work and they don't want to have to deal with files oh my god the exe (laughs) 
But the N64 was able to get away with it because you opened up your your box of Donkey Kong 64 and a stick of RAM just fell on the carpet. And you're like, oh, where does this go? And it goes and and the the bundle was only like twenty dollars more for a fifty dollar stick of RAM. That, that, That was the thing. That's the price point. Like they can get away with it if it's just 50 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, maybe no man will see these consoles. No man may ever see the release of No Man's Sky if it Nailed keeps it. getting delayed. <laughs> uh, which... Mighty Number no. Nine was not delayed, unfortunately. Because there's justice in the world. So, but, so no, yeah. Uh, so, like in this in this article, like there are some dubious, uh, dubious. like sources. One of them is like uh, a GameStop person told me that it still says the original release date <laughs> they, on they their thing. included pictures of the email and then of the marketing materials though which yeah. they posted in the like, article as is supposed proven that this is happening i i just i i uh. I just think it sounds goofy. Okay, okay, As a okay. person who's who's co-managed a GameStop, like we gotta inform is. the the listeners though, because oh, yeah. right ahead. now we're talking about a bunch of bullshit they don't know. Uh, Prey, Prey Two is rumored to be delayed. Uh, they haven't officially announced uh, not, the not delay Prey yet. Two. But... You just spoiled another new thing. No Man's Sky is rumored to oh be delayed. Oh my god. Yeah, did I say Prey 2? I meant No Man's you... Sky. How dare you? The original June 21st deadline is right around the month anyway, so they don't really have a lot of time to prepare for a delay. The One of the two sources that uh, Kotaku is reporting this news from is, is a guy at GameSpot who, GameStop who got materials for the game, um, cutouts or something, posters, I bet, for yeah. advertising the June 21st deadline and then he got an email he or she i don't know gender neutral pronouns got to cover up the source that Uh, was close (laughs) um then they got an email that uh told them to put coming soon stickers just slap that on top of the release date which is one of the most GameStop ways to stop yeah and i love the picture of the kotaku article that looks exactly like what you imagine slapping coming soon on top of a poster would look like i'm gonna i'm gonna paste it in the chat for you guys because that oh. No Man's Sky is available. Available coming, coming soon. Coming soon. Like yeah, it, it's like it doesn't even matter. It's, it's fantastic. Available in like little small sleek font, and then coming soon is a giant white sticker like, with like, like impact. GameStop coloring. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's... Uh, wow. So yeah, No Man's Sky. Expect an official delay announcement. Uh, you heard it here. You heard it here first. However, pray to expect an official this thing exists again announcement because uh we got we got another story a lot of stories being sourced with rumors this week but they they seem to have their shit together uh pray to is um rumored to come up again from a fan site who announced that it was going to come up again at june 14th uh june right yeah june and um that that was just uh, kind of a rumor thrown in the wind. No one really wanted to believe it, but June 14th I... matches up with E3. However, Prey2.com and Prey3.com got updated via Whois.com registrations on May 21st. Now people are expecting that there may be an announcement on June 12th during um, uh, an E3 presser. I still can't believe Prey 2 is still a thing. I, they should not call I, it Prey 2. I really shouldn't. because. Because, well, like, first off, 
who liked Prey One? I thought it was Nobody. okay. It's, yeah. Yeah. It had a cool intro, at least. It also, like, the only and, reason and second, that they're calling this, it Prey Two is is because there's like some like creature crossover, and literally that's it. They don't is need to really? call it Prey Two for that. No, you don't. It doesn't. <laughs> I, I was out of curiosity, like I think half a year ago, I actually like sat down and watched like the old demo gameplay they had of Prey Two, and I'm like, wow, this looks nothing. Nothing, Nothing in like common. Prey. With it the looks first like one. Far Cry in space, which like sounds Far cooler Cry than Far Cry. Prey yeah. Two was a game that I was extremely stoked for because, like, I did not care for Prey One, but like Prey Two was awesome. You're a bounty hunter and a cyberpunk, like what we assume to be an open world. I think they kind of hinted at it. This was back in the day, so we don't know anything about this upcoming one because it all could change. And it's like you know, all of the stuff that they were showing kind of like felt like this ragtag kind of, you know, gotta hit this guy, and ah, like this Cowboy Bebop kind of yeah, mentality. Yeah, Cowboy Bebop like, is a good analogy. And, You're and even a bounty like, hunter. It, it had, like, this uh, parkour system in play, too, before, wow. before, like, that was a huge deal, and it's like, uh, it was so cool, and I, I'm super glad that Prey 2 is coming back. Hopefully, maybe. Like, <laughs> also, wait, I, I've never looked solid. into this, but like, why does Bethesda have Prey? Isn't that a 3D Realms game? I, well, I don't know. I, I remember I, I attended the QuakeCon that they like did a Prey 2 thing about. It was the same one that they did like their first public screening of Skyrim. Because uh, I was like, eh, Prey 2. And I left that little a concert hall being like that was amazing that's so cool like yeah but but pray two, 2 is 2K not games gonna, and take two how did bethesda pray get? two is gonna not be developed by 3d realms which makes it more surprising they can't surprise, get it done yeah surprise surprise uh uh human head studios who uh works works on ports i'm looking at their gamography and it uh doesn't really look that that exciting. Yeah. You know what's exciting? Well, you know what the is last exciting? Guardians they made Batman Arkham Origins for Wii U. Yeah, they just seem like they're doing a lot of contract work and also had a hand in the original Prey, but... And Prey 2 is being... Hey, how, wait, how did Bethesda get Prey? Really? I, uh, well, I don't remember. Bethesda and- 3D Realms? No, 3D Realms went with Gearbox. Prey 2 was announced once before, shortly after the release of Prey. 3D Realms' Scott Miller confirmed that the sequel's already in development. Uh, Miller's brand management group, Radar, was officially launched. And they just just somehow they transferred the rights from Scott Miller over to Bethesda. Yeah, I guess. It just it just happened. Uh, hey, hey, Matt, anyway, speaking of tr- things just happening, uh, The Lost okay. Guardian like just happened. happened. Last year. Yeah, but they're for real this time. Last Guardian is the cover story of this month's Edge magazine. A lot of quotes, a lot of screenshots describing how this game works. It sounds like an actual game. We also have a word from Fumito Ura saying, since this is the year we will see the game's release, I do have some worries, but I'm also very excited. Thus uh, implying it will be this name, year. I Last name is pronounced Ueda. I... I I'm yeah, and you're now, your name is pronounced Scrubble. No! What did you say earlier? Optionary? Can Optionary. We... It's a new word. I'm pioneering it. You're coining it. Um, yeah, you heard it here first. It's being GLBG coined. Podcast. You stuck a coin in the word slot. <laughs> it's in it. 
So yeah, I'm excited for. Are are you? I can't. You sound so. You sound so timid. Anyways, usually. Yeah, I've been waiting a long time for that. Man, the, what do you know about the game? Like, have you? I haven't. Done any I haven't seen anything. Like, like Way it's been be through development hell. I, 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 I'm halfway expecting it to come out garbage. Yeah, but, development hell projects tend to. Yeah, I'm no, hoping guys, Duke that Nukem. it's good, and I'm going to devour it. Yeah, but also this is a development hell project from like scrappy little japanese studio that made ico and shadow of the colossus yeah. so that changes expectations yeah i hope it's it, what good. a year for video games am i right <laughs> i mean it looks really good it looks okay hey just don't be a hater i'm not don't a hater be, i'm just satisfied Squidward, george <laughs> i'm, I'm oh, my uh, expectations you got a girlfriend now george I I don't know. Oh oh. Hey. Oh, oh. hey you, want, you want to talk yeah, about your also. feelings, George? Matt, how's your wife in your house? I, I don't let's, know. Let's, it's yeah. I live in the hood, so I don't know. Talk about the old ball and chain, huh? Yeah. We gotta get that Batman. While we're talking about our my dog didn't get shot this morning, so I guess that's fine. Oh oh. The, you were segueing to what? What were you segueing to? Oh, yes. oh no. There's nothing left on the dock. You again. I just wanted to ask why you aren't at Momocon. Well, I, I didn't why know are you were going. Because I'm doing the cluster cast with my friend. I, I didn't know you were going. You were like, oh, there's no good panels. I didn't know you weren't going. <laughs> I thought I was like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna get some stuff done. I gotta record some stuff, and then we got the, the podcast. Right. Are you going tomorrow? Hell yeah! Okay, cool. I'll see you there. I'll, I'll see you there. Too. So yeah, yeah, put, listeners. Put Momo it on Con, the podcast. Momocon is happening, and uh, and uh, uh, I gotta go fight crime after the podcast. Yeah, just like every day. So I I'm might gonna, have to drive down there and see what's going on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take my shirt off and rush onto the street because <laughs> oh, that's how fighting crime but works. Right? White man <laughs> takes to the streets. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Let's 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 leave. Let's right. uh, let's go. All right. Yeah. All right. Bye see guys. guys. See you later. Bye guys. Bye. 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 Have a have a gas. Push.